Hey, this is Tommy Dreamer, and you're listening to WNS, taking all your wrestling and sports information to the extreme. You're listening to the official Wrestling News Source podcast. For all of your information, go to WrestlingNewsSource.com or find us on Facebook by searching WNS Podcast. You can also find us on YouTube, Twitter, Stitcher, and iTunes by searching Wrestling News Source Podcast or WNS Podcast. Now being broadcast in over 45 countries, here are your hosts, Daniel Heron and Tyler Abair. That's right. What's up, everyone? I am Daniel Heron. I'm Tyler Aper. And we welcome you to episode 417 of the official podcast for WrestlingNewsSource.com. For all your information, go to WrestlingNewsSource.com. Check us out on Facebook, WrestlingNewsSource.com. You can find us on Facebook, WNS Podcast, on YouTube, WNS Video, and on iTunes by searching Wrestling News Source Podcast. We're on Stitcher, Beyond Pod, Player.fm, and Satchel. Just search Wrestling News Source Podcast. You can also follow us on Twitter at WNS Podcast. You can follow me on Twitter, WNS underscore Daniel. Follow Tyler, Tyler underscore Aper. You can also go to our website for more information, wrestling or WNSpodcast.com. What are you doing? I'm trying to adjust this. Why not adjust your chair? Oh, sorry. It's probably be easier. Probably. So. Yeah, you're right. Make it make it more easy on you. Yeah. Work around the problem, sir. <laughs> no. Don't create new no. problems. Work Don't harder. Don't break that arm. Work harder, not smarter. Oh, okay. Yeah. So welcome to the show. We've got quite a bit to talk about. We're going to go outside of our norm of uh, how we normally do the show. And instead of doing like a match-by-match, we'll kind of give a recap of things. Recap and and we'll talk shit. Mad shit. We're going to talk so much mad shit. Um, But I I think it's going to be good this week. I think we're we're Um, in for a treat. Yeah, good thing that we uh, did the podcast the next day. Yeah. More stuff... uh, more information came out. A lot of breaking will, news. Yeah, we will address that in a little bit. So yeah, or we can address it first. It don't matter. Whatever you want to do. Whatever we want to do. So uh, Tyler, how you doing? I'm doing all right. You doing well today? Yeah, I'm ready to get past the uh, work day tomorrow. Yeah, then we'll go um, into the weekend for your birthday. Yes, July first is my birthday. So tomorrow, Friday, we are going to go karaoke tomorrow night and sing and drink and just hang out with friends and it's a good time do you know any drinking songs no okay uh dropkick murphy i don't know <laughs> that's a band yeah they they do a song oh okay what's it called know. it's it's called something i don't know something i don't know all right we'll have to look that one up <laughs> well on. what's was keen say somewhere i don't know was it was that one from keen Some, somewhere only we know <laughs> close what I said was close. You're doing to great. Yeah, thank you. <laughs> You're doing a great job. Um, Saturday, come over here early. Fighter Fest. Yeah, Fighter Fest. Well, before that, hopefully we play a little, you know, some games and yeah. stuff. Um, Got some yeah. Super Mario Party. Yes. Gonna Fighter get, Fest. Uh, Super Mario Maker too. Yes. Heck yeah, man. It's gonna be a lot of fun. You ready to be creative, man? I can't even tell you. I had the first one. Yeah, and it was a blast. It really was. Supposedly they added just. Every any and everything you could possibly want into this game. Damn, I need to, to where, get it. To where people are going to be playing it like for years to come. I need to get it. I know they had it on Wii U, yeah. and they had it on a 3DS. I never was, got the one for 3DS. Yeah. And there's also a story mode as well. Really? Like It's a small story no- mode from what I've seen. It's Interesting. Just kind of, it's kind of a way to introduce you to everything. It's almost like a an extended tutorial. Yeah. Um, you have to do certain things in a time frame. You have to do certain... You have to do this and that. Neat. Um, I always thought okay when I when I did it, I was trying to do things you couldn't do in regular Mario games because they mm-hmm. add stuff like that. Oh hey, you can get a mushroom. You can make Mario big. You can make your enemies big. Yeah, that's neat mm-hmm. in itself. Um, 
different enemies, different. It could be 3D. It could be 2D. Um, they had it where the last Super Smash Brothers, if you had the Amiibo, you can scan it. And in the 2D, you can become them. That's cool. 2D, but not all Smash. They didn't have the DLC Smash Brothers Smash. characters. But it was it was really neat. They had uh, a weird mushroom that you could only get randomly. It was a skinny mushroom, hmm. and it made Mario skinny, like like weird skinny. He walked weird. It was neat looking. Interesting. Um, there were so many things that you could do, and uh, I only made two levels, but yeah. it was still fun. <laughs> yeah. Well, I'm really looking forward to it because <clears throat> you know in um, in Halo Three, mm-hmm. not not many people know this, but Halo Three. Uh, Pretty popular video game back in the day. Yep, uh, had a uh, create a create a, a world, and I like to make obstacle courses. And dude, stuff. you did a good job. It was a lot of fun, and uh, and what's really cool about the Mario Makers, they you can create obstacle courses. So I'm like really, I'm really looking forward to seeing some of the stuff that I can do, and I want to see what other people have made and see yeah. if I can tie that in, you know, and uh, just make. Dude, challenging maps. Some people didn't have time, or they knew what they wanted to do in the first one, and mm-hmm. they made some. I saw some wicked ones. I saw online. some pretty intense ones on YouTube. Yeah, it's pretty crazy. Um, and also, I don't know about the last game, but you have to be able to complete it. Like you have to get through the level. Like, mm-hmm. and if you can, they'll be uploaded because they'll test it. Yeah. And if you can't get through it, it won't be uploaded. Yeah. And I saw that there was like a. 100 Mario mode, like you get 100 lives to beat a, a <laughs> certain amount of... Well, that was that was in the first one. I don't... Uh, I could have played that, but I just don't remember. It's been yeah. so long. I put my Wii U up. <laughs> yeah, but it was like... You know, there's like six six levels that you have to complete, and you get 100 lives to do it, and it's supposed to be like really challenging, so pretty cool. I'll have to see uh, if they brought that over to Super Mario Maker 2. Yep. So I'm really looking forward to playing that game. It should be a lot of fun. Um, but man, let's uh, let's talk about man the past week of wrestling. Okay, we'll, we'll talk a little bit about Stomping Grounds. We're going to talk about Raw and SmackDown and all that stuff. But there, outside of those, there's a lot of stuff going on. Yeah, we got Fighter Fest this weekend. A lot of stuff in the wrestling world to talk about. A lot of hot topics and stuff. Um, I don't know about you, but I'm starting to get like excited again. As far as the world of wrestling, are you are you excited because AEW and WWE? Yeah, is that what you're saying? Yeah, because of the competition, uh, you're seeing some changes being made. That's how I need to take it. Yeah, because I'm just sitting here getting frustrated. Yeah, and and to be honest with you, I'm I'm right there with you. Uh, I have some of the same frustrations. I'm, and I'm frustrated by the bitterness and the little like the little petty shit. And that's not all WWE's doing, mm-hmm. but it's just the little things. And I don't know if it's Vince or other people, but I know you're gonna like that's gonna be your competition, so you need to yeah. do certain things. I'm not, I'm not mad at the the guys. Heck, probably people they're on the roster know each other on both the sure. like Evolve and um, AEW. Yeah, you know, but I don't know. But there's a whole lot of stuff that's going on. But uh, let's talk a little... Before we get into all that stuff, let's talk about Stomping Grounds, the pay-per-view that happened this past Sunday. Did you get to watch all yeah, of it? Yeah, well, I watched some of it. I was going to text you at the end. I was like, why in the hell did this go off early? <laughs> this early. Well, it was like 9.16, 9.18, 9.20 when it went off the air. Yeah, the way I'm thinking about it now, uh, you know, they used to start 
for our time, we're central time, so the pay-per-views usually used to start at 7. Now they're starting at 6. So had it started at 7 and um, ended at 10.16, would you have... See, I didn't had, catch had the beginning part of it, so I did not know okay. that. Yeah. So from now on, the pay-per-views are starting an hour earlier than what they used to. So they're starting at 6 now. So um, pre-show's at 5? And pre-show's at 5, yeah. Wow. When did they start doing that? Just recently. No, it's been well, no. this year. Why did I not know Last this? Year? Why did I not know this? It was after they uh, they announced that um, they stopped doing the brand exclusive uh, pay-per-views. You when, sure? Yeah. It's been going for a while. I don't know. I yeah. don't know. Where's my mind been? Where's been. my mind? Mm-hmm. Um, but no, I mean, like, well, I mean, you don't really think about it whenever the Royal Rumble happens or WrestleMania because, oh, those are supposed to be four or five hour shows or in WrestleMania cases, eight hours or however long it was. Um, but no, it's it's been it's been starting an hour norm, uh, earlier than what we're used to yeah. for, for quite some time. But uh, where, where was it going with that? Oh, yeah. But yeah, I mean, so the, the pay-per-view itself was, you know, three hours and 17 minutes, which so wasn't too bad. Yeah. Um, I will say this. The pay-per-view as a whole was better than my expectations because I went in with very low expectations. Yeah. Uh, and I think a lot of people did. But... I'm like trying to remember matches. They had some fairly good matches and they had some pretty forgettable matches. So this was definitely an up and down one. Um, the thing that disappointed me the most was the fact that it had such low ticket sales. Like, I know we were making jokes about it, but if you think about it, like, that's not good no it's not a good thing for them to have to rope off an entire half of the of the arena but hey man that happens so i mean it does but this is i don't know when the last time wwe had to go to this extreme you gotta get back on your horse and you gotta do better yeah and the fact that they were doing you know two for one tickets free tickets twenty dollar tickets you know they, they were doing everything to get bodies into that that arena and i will give them credit they ended up getting quite a bit of bodies and the and the fans who were in attendance were very vocal mm-hmm. so that's a good thing that's a, that's a plus Move to take them away on to one section or pretty sections much. where the camera is and they did the thing where you know they never showed the other side of the stadium so i mean there were a couple of times where something slipped through and you could see empty did, seats yeah. and but other than that it was okay um the becky lynch and lacey evans match wasn't that great yeah um you know you could tell that becky was having to carry lacy there were a f- couple of stumbles along the way um i don't know a lot of people are, are giving lacy crap for it but you kind of also have to think it's not her decision to be in that in in the title picture it's vince's yeah you know he's making the decision so although she might not be holding up her end you know she's still fairly new so like, can you do you blame her or do you blame Vince for putting her in that situation? I mean, maybe you know, both. Yeah, a little bit. Yeah. I mean, I, I guess they're doing it sort of as a sink or swim kind of situation. Let's see how well you do under pressure. Let's see if you can rise to the occasion. And we yeah. will leave you in you kind of thing. Very good. Or yeah. Or you may go back and you may be like a Nathan Jones. You don't know who knows. Who's that guy? <laughs> Who's that guy? Um. But before before we go any further for winning that cruiserweight championship in the triple threat match, that is awesome. Yeah. And the only thing as soon as he won the the thing that 
went in my mind was the time we were at WrestleCon and he stopped and took time to just talk with us, yeah. show us the CZW championship. Let us hold like, it. Let us hold it and be like, hey, here's here's what all it means. Like here's some of the history behind it. I thought that was really cool. So for him to now be the cruiserweight champion, it's a really nice touch and I like yeah. it. It was really cool. So uh congratulations to him for that. Um Man, talk about a fun match. The Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn versus Big E and Xavier Woods. That was a fast-paced match. That was exciting. Um, Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn ended up getting the win. but Good. Yeah, yeah. Um, really good match was Samoa Joe versus Ricochet. Um, did you get to see that I one? I caught the end part. Okay. Like, I caught, that's when I started, and I was like, that's a short match. He did his move, and he <laughs> won the belt. And I was like, that's a short match. No, there was a little bit more to it. There was about... 10 or 12 minutes in the match so um but it was but it was enjoyable it was a really good match um and uh and ricochet ended up getting the victory so his first championship man poor samoa joe just can't hold on to a belt it's like he he works and he cuts all these great promos but then yeah. whenever it comes for the big match he loses don't worry i know i'm jumping ahead but don't worry he's gonna lose to kofi so <laughs> yeah yeah which probably. is sad it which is. is sad because they're gonna uh, i don't know yeah to me, his stuff's not working for me, Kofi. Okay. Kofi. Really? I mean, no, I, I get the feel-good moment mm-hmm. that's behind him and stuff, but like his wrestling does really n- doesn't do too much for me. Not enough for you? Not enough for me. He's more of the underdog kind of thing, where he's supposed to take a lot of damage and will the way to win. Um, so, yeah, I mean, I guess you could, you could have an argument that that's only supposed to last for so long. So um, hopefully, but he's been on a roll. The so. Joe and uh, Kofi match will be decent. Yeah, I'm still expecting Kofi to hold on to the belt for a while, maybe until October when they move over to SmackDown and then have Lesnar cash in on him. God, it's still a long ways away. It is. Though. It is. I mean, it'll be here. Before Let him lose the it. title and then regain it. It's, it's only three more months. Still a ways yeah. off. Um, let's see. After that, Heavy Machinery going up against Daniel Bryan and uh, Rowan, and they were in Seattle or the yes. or, you know they were uh, in Washington State. That's I what it say. Yeah, and uh, they loved Daniel Bryan. Oh they were God. booing Heavy Machinery. They were, and uh, what like I, that's not how it works. What I loved about this is the fact that they switched years. Um, you know, they noticed that the crowd was heavily in favor of Daniel Bryan, so Daniel Bryan started working face. Heavy Machinery was heel. During this during this match, mm-hmm. um, so I mean, Daniel Bryan was out there giving the crowd what they wanted, man, giving them the the kicks. That was the, like the, the the next night they were in Washington too. Yeah, same thing. But then they had the elimination match, and he got taken out first, which was dumb. But um, but I mean, it was a quality match. It was really good. Um, I, I didn't have an issue with heavy machinery. No. In the match. I thought they, they I did a good job. Tim O'Brien is really helping them. Absolutely. Well, of course. Um, you know, any, anytime you're in the ring with Daniel O'Brien, you're going to get a, a pretty good match unless you yourself just don't put it forth Even any effort. Even one of the worst wrestlers had the greatest match with Daniel O'Brien. And who might that be? The great Collie. I'm glad you said he was one of the worst wrestlers. I still love him, though. I, I still that. love him. I don't give a shit. I no. never said that his matches are good. I just, okay. I still love great Collie. Joe Cool. I love Lamp. <laughs> uh, yeah, Daniel Bryan won with a small package. So, uh, 
Typical. He has a small baggage. <laughs> Master of it. Uh, after that, Bailey defeated Alexa Bliss. Yeah. Bailey is a bully. Did you see at the end? Yeah. Where she pushed? Yeah, that was kind of uh, weird. Nikki? I fe- Freaking I feel, bully. I felt like that was a blown spot or something. But uh, anyways, the match ended. I felt like the ladies' matches, both the ladies' matches were kind of a letdown. Like, I had higher expectations, but, you know, whatever. Um, Roman Reigns versus Drew McIntyre. That one exceeded my expectations. That was a better match than I thought it was going to be. I'm trying to remember. It wasn't really anything memorable, but, uh, you know, it was a it was a clean win for Roman. And Ugh. so now we know. We now the pecking order. We've got Drew McIntyre at the bottom because he lost to Roman Reigns, who lost to Shane McMahon. So Shane McMahon is the top. He's the best in the world. He is the best in the world. <laughs> Massive eye roll. I heard that. <laughs> Did you? Could you hear I, the I eye roll? I heard your eye roll. Yeah. It was a lot. Damn. Um, after that, we got the steel cage match. And like I feel like after this match, after the Roman Reigns and Drew McIntyre match, the kind of the pay-per-view quality just kind of... And I've, and I've heard a lot of people talking about it, and they all have been saying the same thing. It's like the, mid, the middle of the pay-per-view was where it really Look, was the like brightest. I, yeah, and I'll tell you how I feel about Kofi. And then you throw Dolphin Kofi. Kofi together, that's like uh, for me. I'm not. I'm not lying. It's like it's just so you're looking forward to seeing more of this match of this feud. No, even though they're gonna try uh, to do something because he he says that's it. What was it on Raw? He's like that's SmackDown, it. SmackDown, whatever. Um, I don't know. I rather someone with Joe me. and Kofi rather than Kofi and Ziggler. It should have been me. Whatever. It should have been me. Look, look it's Dolph, gonna be me. Look, Dolph, just stay at WWE, ride your career out, and hey, man, you make money, so it's it's mm-hmm. good. I mean, he does bust his ass. I'll give him that, but Kofi, Kofi, <laughs> Dolph doesn't do anything for me either. No, um, and you know they these guys have had their matches throughout the years, but this one wasn't it wasn't memorable. wasn't that great. The only um, thing that was memorable was probably Kofi jumping through the ropes yeah. to make it. Before. I mean, the ending was probably the best part about it. Um, that that must have hurt too, jumping through that I and mean, hitting that floor like he's that. Probably done worse spots. True, true. That does the dive the you know the dive off the top rope onto nothing, and if they don't catch him, he's kind of screwed then. Yep. But that hurts. Um, and then Seth Rollins defeated Baron Corbin. Lacey Evans. Okay, let's talk about this. So. I will give them credit making Lacey Evans the special referee. I actually like that. Yeah, it's a smart decision because, you know, Seth Rollins had been attacking everyone who had been mentioned, who said that they were going to do it. He's not going to go and attack Lacey Evans. But then, on the other hand, it sets up, you know exactly where they're going with it. Because they could have had anybody else, any other female, be the referee. And we know know where. Yeah. So, which is fine with me. Even the match they set up mm-hmm. for the next pay per view is fine for me. The the crowd completely crapped all over this match, and justifiably so. It wasn't good. Um, I, I mean, it was the typical slow count from the referee. Oh, my arms hurt. Oh, my hand hurts. Hey, we're gonna make this. <laughs> oh, my hand hurt. We're gonna make my, this a no DQ. We're gonna hurt. make this a no count out. All that crap. I mean, it was just it was just a lot. Um, 
and it just wasn't that good. But like I said, all in all, the the match or the pay per view surpassed my expectations. Yeah. Um, you know, Becky Lynch came out, attacked Lacey Evans, referee comes in, curb stomp, one, two, three. Whoop de doo. Um let's see. I mean I mean, did you have any other thoughts on the pay pay per view? Nope. What are your thoughts on the whole hey everyone, in case you didn't know, Seth Rollins and Becky Lynch are dating? It don't really bother me. Uh, are you talking about this? Everything, the interactions with them, and how I they feel, talk. And I stuff. feel like once they went public, WWE was like, "Oh, we need to let the people know." It's like, no, yeah. like, we we know. Yeah, we know. But um, it don't really bother me. I don't. I don't care. I just feel. I just. I'm not. I'm not really comfortable with it. Um. um yeah. I just. I feel like it's. It's almost like a forced. Relationship now. Where it's like if they were to break up or something, it's just going to be super uh, uncomfortable. It's just like John Cena and Nikki. Exactly. Bella. Yeah. It's like okay, once they went public, then you know it kind of just went downhill. <laughs> hey, that could have that. Yeah, they could do that. I don't know. And you know, I, I want them to be happy. You know, that's fine if they want to date and all that. Um, but I don't. I just. I don't need Michael Cole to tell me every time we see either of them. Well, that's Becky Lynch's boyfriend. Oh, that's Seth Rollins' girlfriend. Oh, that's the that's the man's man. <laughs> the man's man. That's so stupid. I just it doesn't do anything for me. I don't know. It's whatever. I kind of ignore it. I don't think it like annoys me that much. Yeah, but you would ignore it, wouldn't you? Yep. <laughs> I don't know why I said it that way, but <laughs> yeah, he exactly would, what you, you did. No one makes me bleed my own blood. Um, let's see. Was there anything worth really mentioning on Raw aside from the Firehouse Fun or the Funhouse Firefly Funhouse? I missed all that. I missed it. I didn't see it, but I saw tweets and stuff Does after he's coming soon after raw that they have invaded raw and smackdown they were there were two on smackdown as well um huh. they did the i mean they did the uh 24 7 championship which ex- which changed hands five times in like three minutes which was humorous um, he's an eight-time champion he is he's on a roll um Let's see. Shane McMahon, Drew McIntyre versus Roman Reigns. What? Okay, here's here's something that that happened uh, over the week. Um, so Vince McMahon has now decided no wrestling shall occur while we're in commercial break. Did you hear about that story? No. Okay. Well, this is explaining why we're having two out of three falls matches everywhere. Wow. So that's it then. Yes. So they're not going to do the like the, the I like the thing on SmackDown where like commercials go but you mm-hmm. can still watch it. That's the that's the exception where the action can continue in a commercial break is whenever the for, Will they do that when SmackDown moves to Friday? I don't know. <laughs> Cuz it's going to be taped then. Yeah. So for the time being until they decide otherwise, we're going to be stuck with two out of three falls matches whatever reasoning to not have any competition while they spend three and a half, four minutes at commercial break. WWE needs to get their shit down. They're trying to figure out their new formula, what they want to do. and Yeah. So rather than address the problem, which is 
we're not, you know, we'll start a match, go into commercial, come back from commercial, and end the match. Why not focus your show around the matches themselves? Mm-hmm. Like, you can come back from commercial and have a backstage segment and then go into a match, finish the match, and then go to commercial. Yeah. Then come back from commercial, have, you know, start a match, end it, and then go backstage for a segment. And then go to commercial. Like there are other ways of doing this. Uh, I like, don't know. Man. I don't know. If, I don't know if they if they must follow the rules of. Okay, at the seventeen minute mark, we have to go to commercial break. You have to, because I mean that would be the only explanation as to why they start the show with a fifteen minute promo every freaking week, and then go to a commercial. You know. Mm-hmm. So, if if it is. If their issue is we don't want there to be action while we're live because live sporting events don't do that, like they don't go to commercial when there's action in the ring, why not just say, hey, okay, that was a long match. We're going to go to commercial break for a few minutes. We'll come back right after this. I don't know. Like, to me, that's stupid because, um, you know, you can... I work in radio, obviously. We have designated time slots. Like, we have to go to break twice an hour. Yeah. So, we do it around around the 23-minute mark and around the 50-minute mark. So, that way, you have music, 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 commercials, music, music, commercials, music, 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 to the top, top of the hour. It's not always going to start at the 23-minute mark. It's not always going to start at the 50-minute mark. Yeah. Like, it's okay to to shift it around. It's not okay, bit. man. You got to be on time specifically because right now they don't have any competition airing yeah. alongside them. Yeah. So this is their time to go. You know what? We're going to show the matches in its entirety. We're not going to do these six minute, two out of three falls matches, <laughs> which is stupid. Yeah. I, I guess also they're in, like I said a period of we're trying to figure stuff out and like this may not even last. I you know what I mean? Because, because that's going to they've been going nuts. through a lot of little things lately, and it's not yeah. lasting. What's funny is that you know I went on uh, on YouTube earlier today because I was just curious as to when it happened. Um, it's been a little over six months since we had the big moment with Vince, Stephanie, Shane, and Triple H. Okay, all I was wondering out. why you posted that. Yeah, because I was like, okay, we haven't seen hardly any changes. Like they've brought in some new stars, but we're still getting the same crap so i was like what exactly did they say and when did they say it and sure enough it was six months ago so we've had half a year of crap you know i'm just hoping that with all this AEW and like the declining of ratings that they step their game up somehow and they're gonna have some to. way and they're like- going to have to they have no other option. They can't continue to decline in sales. They can't continue to decline in ratings. They have to do something now. Otherwise, when October rolls around and Fox st- starts getting a say, then I know it's all it'll over. be sad. And like I said this before, it'll be sad, but I would also laugh a little bit too. Yeah. Because this is people's jobs and I don't want to be a dick or anything. But like Jerk. if they get like dropped by Fox, 
That's sad, but also I'm going to chuckle a little bit. That sounds mean to me. I'm curious as to what they would do if that were to happen. Like, do they have a contingency plan? Would they approach the Sci-Fi Network again? Would they go try and go back to USA Network? Like, what what would be their plan then? Um, but here's something that was interesting as far as Raw during this two-on-one handicap match between Shane McMahon, Drew McIntyre, and Roman Reigns. Got a special surprise visit from the Undertaker. Now, I will admit, I wasn't expecting it. Me no, no one was expecting no. it, so it was a nice little surprise. But on the other hand, what's going on here? Like, Are they really hoping that The Undertaker is going to be the one yes. to bring back the race? Yes. Yes. And this goes back to our conversation. That's sad. You're not building the stars. Yeah. This goes back to our conversation of, okay, when The Undertaker finally calls it quits, when Orton calls it quits, when Triple H calls it quits. Goldberg. When, when Gold... <laughs> we'll still just throw him in that... Throw him in When it. Goldberg calls it quits, when John Cena calls it quits, who's going to be your ratings grabber? Rock. He's not going to be able to do it. He's too tied up with movies. Batista. He doesn't want to do it. He's retired now because he had his match with Triple H. Shawn Michaels. He's not doing it because he made a promise and broke the promise, but Brock Lesnar. Brock Lesnar can only go so far. Hang on, I'm thinking. You have yourself a nice Greg think. Go fuck yourself. <laughs> hang on. He can't do anything because he can't move. Um, let's see. Hang on, hang on. Booker T? He's retired too. And would he be would he be a top name draw? Mm-mm. Exactly. Like no offense to Esk, Booker T. Esque. Yeah. But I don't. I don't see. He's not a Rock or Stone Cold, John Cena. I mean, if you can convince him. Yeah. But even then, would people be like, "Oh my God, it's John Cena! I have to go see this." That's their. That's their big problem. Like right now, it's kind of Seth Rollins. People want to kind of go see him, but he's stuck in this crapshoot with Baron Corbin because no one wants to see Baron Corbin right now and right now he's vying for the championship so it's like well I don't want to see that match any match that he's in I don't want to see that I'm trying to think of someone else I don't think so so like what are they going to do let's see who who we got Rikishi let's be real um, hang on, hang on, hang on, hang on. Can't have the New Age Outlaws. <laughs> new Age Outlaws, yeah. Sting. Um, He's retired. Damn it. Uh, Mark Henry. He's retired. He could still go. He could, but he's retired. Hang on, try to think of some other ones. Um, and would he be a big uh, top name draw? Esque. Uh, Raven. <laughs> Let's be real. <laughs> Uh, hang on, hang on, hang on. I got some... Uh, Mikey Whipwreck. There you go. <laughs> you found him. You yep. found the winner. Yep. Oh, Sign Guy Dudley. Yes. So, you know what? what's something that'll drive ratings aside from Undertaker? What? Tug of War. <laughs> <laughs> that didn't last long at all. <laughs> at all. Yeah. Do you feel okay? I'm just scrolling. I'm scrolling down this uh, recap of everything that's happening on Raw. So they were talking about the the SBs, the best WWE moment. Do you feel like this is sort of a hey, let's pat ourselves on the back for all the stuff that we've done? The tug of war? No, the SBs. I didn't mean. I didn't see that part. Okay, but you are aware that the SBs are holding a special category just for WWE. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, now I know what you're talking about. Yeah. Yeah, I 
That's what I think. Yep. What you said. I mean, that'd be like awarding yourself, giving yourself an award for having the best sports entertainment show named Raw. <laughs> hey, we did it. We did it. Look at all the hard work we did. Let me uh, pat myself just, on the back. Let's just, let's just yeah. Good job, guys. Let's guy. get in there. Let's get, get that there. trophy. Uh, you know, yeah, I agree with we you. We came close with SmackDown, but Raw's where it's at. Fuck SmackDown. <laughs> and now for <laughs> now for the award for best shows named SmackDown. <laughs> oh shit! I think we got this one. Raw wins. What? SmackDown doesn't win because they're SmackDown Live. But when they become SmackDown, they can win it. <laughs> SmackDown taped. That's what's gonna be called. Mm-hmm. Um. I just think it's stupid. No, I agree with you. They're what's, like, what's what's better, that award or the Slammies? Let's be real. Slammies. <laughs> Slammies. They have a better trophy, that's for yeah, sure. Yeah, sure. Um, let's see. The Viking Raiders defeated Luke Gallows and Carl Anderson. They're doing the same thing again. And I told you that was going to happen. Didn't I tell you it was going to happen? Yeah. They're going to lose for a few weeks, and they're going to get their shit together. I just want to, uh, How about just get AJ and them to be like... Uh, hills and they could be the club and just that's run rough shot. That's where they're going, sir. If they're going to do that, that's where they're going. Be patient. It's be coming. Patient. I promise. You think they signed another contract? The Good Brothers. I haven't heard anything. And last that I heard is that they're trying to get out of there. I also heard something online or read something online. Take my grain of salt. That a lot more people than you think are actually trying content. to get out of there. No, oh, actually really? content. In WWE, yeah. but that could be contradicting. Make I don't that, know. Make that money. Yeah, I'll show up and eat at catering all day. You give me five hundred bucks. Mike and Maria Canellis. I mean, can you imagine going to work and just chilling out, S- sitting there, just chilling paid? out, eating lunch, hanging out? Unless, okay, you're the type that, or whoever that is, like uh, tape shows like that. You sit and do nothing, but maybe like house shows, you're going to wrestle. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, I mean they'll use they'll use you at house shows. They'll use you for special appearances. You can go and chase our truth around. Oh my gosh, all those guys just run the whole time. Now the Bollywood boys are back, and uh, Bollywood boys, Uh, they're not the (laughs) Bollywood boys. Um, Samir and um, Sunil Singh. Okay. Uh oh, what you got? I got a I got a scenario for you. Mm -hmm. So okay, we're not revealing how much you make at work. Okay. Okay, so. If we did $500 per day for you to just go to work and sit there and eat lunch, like enjoy catering, hang out, you don't have to do anything, you make $500 a day for five days, that's $2,500 a week. You multiply that 52 weeks out of the year, that's $130,000. Would you take that to do nothing at work? Yeah. And all you have to do is pay for your travel and gas, maybe a hotel every once in a while. Sure, because that's a lot more than. <laughs> yeah. Um, but it, I don't know. It also, dep- like I said, it depends on the situation. But if you're like super passionate mm-hmm. and you want to be like a like amazing wrestler and that want, you know, and that's and, and that's some the people thing. are like that's like you know what? Hey, I love the money. But fuck that! I want to be. You know, I want to John I Moxley. Build my craft, yeah, yeah, John Moxley. Mm-hmm. You know, so, and that's just ballpark. And you know, we're using five hundred dollars because that's what yeah John Moxley said in his podcast that that was the that's like the bare minimum. That's what extras make. 
So if you do that, you go to Monday Night Raw, they don't use you. Then you go, we'll say Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, doing house shows. It's 500 bucks, $130,000 a year. I wouldn't mind that. Yeah, no. But then you also have to factor in gas, airfare, hotel stay, extra food. You know, So eh, maybe they're not making the best money, but hey, they're making pretty decent money. So mm-hmm. I'd do that. Why not? I would too. <laughs> but I, on top of that, I'm not like a super, pro- you know, I'm not a professional wrestler. So, yeah. but if I was and... I didn't want to become the you know king of the world. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I'll take that money. Yeah, he's Slater. And again, we're we're going based off of like the lowest amount. And I'm sure some of these folks are getting paid a lot more than that to appear and wrestle. Oh, and, and also uh, probably some of these ones who just signed new contracts got mm-hmm. their pay up. Oh, absolutely. Because they don't don't want them to go anywhere else. Yeah, AEW. Um, I mean, heck, Jinder Mahal just uh, signed a new long term contract. I think it was like a five year deal. God, so five years. Well, congratulations to him for that. I don't know how well he's going to be used in, in those five years, but I mean, if you're making that money and hopefully he has at least one push, <laughs> he already got that, sir. He's already been WWE. Fair champion. enough. Fair enough. Only one time. It's all good. <laughs> he might be a 24 seven champion again. God, he's done it before. He can do yeah, it again. one time. Uh, speaking of the 24 seven championship, Heath Slater, R-Truth, Cedric Alexander, EC3, and then R-Truth again. <clears throat> That was the yeah. number of changes. Oh, congratulations to our truth um, He's going to fight Wolverine in a comic book. Yeah, tell us about that. Tell the listeners, because I haven't seen anyone else pick that story up. No. You're the only one who uh, who's seen this story, apparently. Uh, this That was a false thing. They put his name on it. So, in the comics, X-Men, um, Wolverine, they're fighting a ancient thing called the Truth. That's what it's called, the truth. It wasn't supposed to be Ron the Truth Killings. Does it stand up and say what's up? No. no. So it's this oh, mystical shit. being that like arrives every like ten years or whatever. Mystical but that cat. article from bleedingcool.com put twenty four seven champion Ron the Truth Killings, which that's not what he's called in WWE. He's called R Truth. Ron the Truth Killings is what he was called in, in TNA. Yeah. So first of all, <laughs> Know your history. Someone put that on there because to put twenty four WWE's champion twenty four seven, and then put his name from TNA, mm-hmm. you're way off. <laughs> yeah. So no, that was quite funny. <laughs> that that's that's it. Um, let's see. There wasn't really anything else major. I think aside from Ricochet versus AJ Styles, I missed that. How was it? Was it pretty good? Um, a lot of people are saying it was pretty good. I felt that it was just a step behind from being really special. Um, I don't know if maybe it was just ring rust for AJ Styles for being off for a few weeks, or maybe it was just a televised thing. And I was keeping an eye on on the time because, you know, they have to end right at the top of the hour now. They can't go over anymore. So I was constantly watching AJ Styles kind of like look over at the referee, kind of seeing how much time they have left. So I felt like that really hindered them a bit. Um... I felt like if this had been a pay-per-view and they would have gotten 20 oh, to yeah, 23 man, minutes, awesome. man, they would have Tore torn it down. it down because they yeah. were they were starting to get going, but <clears throat> I felt like they were just stuck in a in a gear and they couldn't go all the way. Yeah. Um but 
I mean, for what it was, it was it was a fine match. The crowd was certainly into it. Yeah. And I would really like to see a full-blown pay-per-view style match. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Where they get to just tear it down because... Burn they, it down? Not even burn it down. Just okay. tear it down. Um, one of the things to talk about that particular story is that uh, Gallows and Anderson came out during the match. AJ Styles told him, guys, I got this. Go to the back. You know, don't distract me. Uh, don't distract him either. So they're kind of teasing that, you know, the heel turn or whatever. They're going to jump come. AJ, you think? I don't know if they'll go that far. I think AJ will probably lose a match and, and he'll turn to he'll turn heel and team up <clears throat> with them. Say, all right, boys, they can let's beat up John Cena. Beat up John Cena. Right. Um, let's see. Wasn't really anything that memorable on SmackDown. Um, I mean, I'm just scrolling down. Uh, they teased Balor versus Nakamura. We finally got to see. Oh, really? They finally Nakamura got to see showed Shinsuke. up. Yeah. Or not? I mean, he showed up, but I mean, they put him on TV. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> and this was another show where crowd attendance was not Low. good. Very poor. Portland, Oregon, huh? Um, yeah. I think it was the same with Raw. I think they only had like 3,500 there. Um, Ember Moon finally got to get her hands on Sonya Deville and ended up losing. So Sonya Deville got the win. Um, Man, I can't believe they're not using her as much. Ember. Uh, Ember Moon. Yeah. It sucks. Uh, Kofi Kingston versus Dolph Ziggler. Two out of three falls match because they got to go to commercial now. Um and then Kofi Kingston ended up getting the victory. 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 Um, <laughs> in the recap that I'm that I'm reading, it says, here's a stat. The win by Kingston means that he's 21-0 since becoming WWE champion. That's televised matches only. Mm-hmm. He is a rare champion in WWE that isn't booked to lose, which is great. Yeah. Seth Rollins is 11-3 since becoming universal champion at WrestleMania, so that's pretty good, too. At least WWE is booking their two main champions well. Becky Lynch has been booked strongly, but her feud with Lacey Evans hasn't been that interesting. So, and that's a that's a good point because a lot of times the champions are booked poorly. Lose, yeah, but they lose matches constantly. All that other BS. Hot so, garbage. Hot garbage. That's exactly what it is. Um, so thankfully. That's all done. Now we can talk about something that we are looking forward to, and that is Fighter Fest. Hell yeah! I'm um, going to be taking place this Saturday. We're not going to give like any kind of predictions or anything, but um, um, I mean this this was originally supposed to be like what three matches, three or four, three or four, probably between three and five. And now let's see, we're at one, two, three. Well, if you include the pre-show, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. So that's pretty good. It's like a whole card. Yeah, it's a full card. Hell yeah! For free. For free. Full free. Yeah. Um, so the pre-show's got two matches. Uh, SCU versus Private Party versus The Best Friends. Yeah. Uh, and I think that has an implication to the tag match tournament yes. that's going to take place once uh, AEW gets their television <coughs> show going. Yeah. Um, hey, did you happen to listen to Stone Cold's podcast with Tony Khan? I did not. Did you get to? Man, yeah. I thought it was good. Yeah. Uh, they could both ramble. Um, <laughs> but... Man, Tony Khan is so humble, man. Really? He is with everything. That's a good thing. And he's confident, too, at the same time with all his stuff. And it's so cool with his knowledge and uh, his references to older 
uh, matches and everything. And he, man, he said this was a real honor. That it was amazing for him just to be there on the Stone Cold's podcast. He said he's a I big mean, that had to have been Cold. a cool moment because yeah. he was. I mean, you have to think he was a wrestling fan who just happened to have the financial backing yeah. to reach out to Cody and and the Young Bucks and say, "Hey, how would you like to put something together?" <laughs> he is a statistics guy, and he's watched a lot of stuff. And if you listen to anything. With AEW and people talk about Tony Khan, everyone's like, man, he's a big fan. He knows so many matches and stuff in the mm-hmm. past. He talks about this. You can see his passion. It's just amazing. That's awesome. Uh, it's pretty much, like I said, a fan running a company yeah. that's like has money and the smarts. <laughs> he just has the financial stuff. backing. and I mean, the smarts, too. Business prowl. Yeah, so hell yeah. Yeah. Uh, Another pre-show match going to be a hardcore match. Michael Nakazawa versus uh, Jay Bailey. So from my understanding, it's the guy who runs Fire Fighter Fest. Interesting. That's going to be weird. Yeah. Uh, and I apologize if I mispronounce some of the names. A lot of these wrestlers, some of these wrestlers are new to me. So, you know, which is cool because it gives us an opportunity to figure out who they are. And, yeah. And learn how to pronounce their name properly. Like this guy, Christopher... Daniels, Danny Els, Danny, am I saying it right? Versus Sima. Shima. Shima. That's what I said. Oh, I got it now. I, I was, I'm a dumb <laughs> boy. I was like, who are you talking about? Who are you talking about? The fact that you're like genuinely like, I don't know how to pronounce his name. I don't uh-huh, see it. Uh, you're so funny. I don't see it. You're so funny. You're so funny. Christopher Daniels versus Kaima. Versus, yeah, Shima. <laughs> Damn it, I didn't click when you first said it. I was like, I don't know who the fuck you're Christopher talking about. Daniels? Daniels? Dan- Daniels? Chris Daniels? Daniel. Daniel. It's my name. Yeah. With an S. Daniels. Daniels. Daniel. Daniels. Christopher Daniels. Daniel. Where's this? Shima. Christopher Daniels. Yes. That should be interesting. Uh, Yuka. <laughs> You okay? Yeah, I'm good. Yeah. <laughs> Sakazaki versus Riho versus Nyla Rose. Yeah. I got some of those right. Yep. I got at least one. Nyla Rose is pretty dominant. <laughs> Yuka. Yuka. Uh, there's going to be Adam Page versus MJF, my new favorite heel, uh, versus Jungle Boy versus Jimmy Havoc. That should What's be so funny how they set this up on uh, being the elite that... Um, uh, Hangman was talking to uh, Nick on the phone. Nick Jackson. He's like, "I want MJF." He was saying all this stuff, um, like just different things. And on on his phone, he was like breaking up. He was like, "Oh, you want a first Jungle Boy?" <laughs> so they made a match uh, for Fighter Fest. It was uh, Hangman versus Jungle Boy. And he finds out in the next episode. We talk about. I didn't say that. I, I didn't say that at all. And he said something that. Uh, had to do with um the name of um jimmy havoc i was mm-hmm. like oh i'm calls havoc on on mjf or whatever and he goes oh you want jimmy havoc and they set the match okay now it's gonna be hangman versus jimmy havoc nice and then later on he's like dude what the hell are you doing and he's like well i already booked those two people so <laughs> so let's have a, a fatal four-way <laughs> well i mean they're already booked so i might as well put it all together yeah right? so so that means mjs getting the win right He's going to pin Jungle Boy. Probably Adam's going to win. He's going to cheat to win. Hangman. I don't know. No, MJF's going to go far, man. Gotta, oh, yeah, absolutely. I've been watching some of his interviews, and like it's so crazy. 
I've only watched one interview where he broke character, but other than that, he's a he's like that all the time. <laughs> hey man, don't 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 talk like that again, or I'm gonna fuck you up. I'm gonna fuck you up. I'm gonna fucking beat the shit out of you. Okay. Ah, it's a ten. Hey, it's like yeah, fuck you, Sean Spears. <laughs> Um, Cody versus Darby Allen. This would be good. All in. Darby uh, all you in. You remember watching Darby Allen in Evolve? No. The crazy dude jumping off the pole. I remember that. And but for whatever reason, yeah. I thought it was like the other guy. <laughs> the other guy. Remember like the guy with the long beard and like scraggly hair. And Jason Kincaid. Sure. Yeah, that's that's him. That was okay. him. All right. Yeah. Yeah, that guy. <laughs> Not Jason Kincaid. I need to brush up on. Well, no, I need to go back and purchase those DVDs so that I can go we back can and watch, watch them. them and be like, "Oh shit, there we are!" Oh, look at the ropes break again. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> what a shitty ring. Shit. <laughs> um, no DQ, no countouts match. Joey Janela versus uh, this Jan Moxley guy, the bad boy. Joey Janela. He's a bad boy. You are a. What did you watch his promo on John Moxley, Joey Janela, where it was like next to a casket? Yeah, and he's saying all the stuff. It was pretty good stuff he was saying. Mm-hmm. It's like you're a watered down version of yourself, but you had to dress like a mechanic <laughs> and all this. I don't know. It's pretty good. Yeah, the bad boy. dress up like Bane. Bane. Yeah, from uh, Dark Knight Rises. Who's gonna dress up as Bane? John Moxley oh, with okay. that jacket that he has. Oh yeah, ones with the fur. No sir. With the fur. No sir. <laughs> Final matchup: Kenny Omega and the the alcohol's flowing now. No, I need more actually. Oh, shit. Uh, Kenny Omega and the Young Bucks versus Pentagon Junior, Phoenix, and Laredo Kid. We saw Laredo Kid, did we? Uh, at if I'm correct, at the Lucha Underground event, hmm. I thought. Oh, yeah, he might have been there. I don't remember. I don't remember all the matches from there. You do? I remember a couple of the spots. Yep. That was about it. Cool. Um, before we get into the hot topics, um, I just want to let our listeners know that I'll be making a trip up to Dallas, uh, not this coming weekend, but the following weekend. You're going to see some good-ass wrestling Hell dog. Hell, yeah, I am, dude. So it's your brother-in-law and your nephew? My brother-in-law and my nephew, and I think Blake is going as well. Oh, cool. Uh, if if he can go. If not, then we'll have a spare ticket. Um, who knows? But, um, yeah, so we're going to the G1 Climax very first show of the G1 Climax card in Dallas. Hell yeah, dude. And, man, some of the matches on that card... I'm really. I need to give you to. some money so like you can like search for like some some cool merch for yeah. me or something like that. Yeah, well, because I was gonna, they're gonna okay. So they're on on Friday. The show's gonna be Saturday night. On Friday, they're having a news conference slash meet and greet. Uh, in, You're gonna try to go to in that? Arlington. Oh, I'm going. I'm going to that. Um, I'm probably gonna take my nephew because uh, they do they they're having a thing where it's like. You pay for a ticket, like it's free for everybody to go, but you pay for a ticket, and that, excuse me, and that ticket is good for a picture and an autograph with any wrestler that's there at that time, and they have like two times, so there's like there's gonna be like eight people there, and so 
you buy a ticket and you can get a picture and an autograph. And it's like you can have two adults and any number of kids in the picture. Yeah. Which I thought was really cool. So I'm going to bring my nephew to that. So I get to meet some of the guys. It gives him someone to meet to cheer for. Yeah. Uh, at the show because he's not going to know who any of these people are but if he gets to meet a couple of them he'll be like oh I yeah. saw that guy go him you know yeah um, so I'm really looking forward to that Kenta is going to be there going up against Kota Ibushi oh that's yeah. going to be great hard hitting yeah action Lance Hoyt's going to be in action uh, I forgot all the matches Will Ospreay right is going to be in there um I think yeah I think he is going to be there which is going to be nuts. Dallas G1 <laughs> uh, I can card. Pull up the, I'll pull up the matches because I sent it in a, in a couple of text messages to someone. Um, let's see. Good Lord. How far back do I have to go? Real far. Yeah. Back. Oh, God. And pull up the one with my, uh, my brother-in-law. Okay, here we go. So it's the A block. So there's two blocks for those not familiar with the uh, with the G1. Uh, there's two blocks with different stars in each one. So it's going to be Kota Ibushi versus Kenta, uh, Will Ospreay versus Lance Archer, uh, Sonata versus Zack Sabre Jr., which I'm looking forward to that one, Okada versus Tanahashi, and Evil versus Bad Luck Fail. What? Fally? Fal? Fail? Fail? Folly. Folly. Yeah, that's what I said. <laughs> Because I'm amazing at this kind of stuff. Yep. So no, no, it's going to be pretty good, and you don't know what else they're going to have. Yeah, those are just five matches that have been announced. Um, so I'm really looking forward to it because it's going to be a lot of fun. And I think they're doing the TNA Slammiversary or something that Friday night in Dallas. And like, then those those people got to go to Houston the next. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I don't know if I'm going to be able to make it. I want to go to that show. That's the ROW uh, Impact show in, yeah. in Houston. Yeah. God, I would love to. I really would. That'd be fun. I want to. You should. You should go. Try. I don't know. Yeah. Just say, hey, it's for my birthday. <laughs> Late birthday gift. Yeah. Exactly. People celebrate the entire month sometimes. Bring Noah. He can. Maybe Gail Kim will be there. That would be your selling point. <laughs> like, come on, man. Let's go see Gail Kim. <gasps> Kill Kim. And then as soon as y'all get the oh, car she's subject to change. Well, if she's there and there's a meet and greet, I got to meet her. And then he'll be like, oh. <laughs> you okay? I'm yeah. Good. Let's go buy some no. pants. I need to go no. buy some pants. No. <laughs> so going from that I'm this, sorry. I'm sorry. Going to the hot topic. I'm sorry for that joke, by the way. I'm not. Um, yeah, you're right. We should, we should apologize for that. Sorry. Sorry about that. Sorry, Noah. Sorry, Gil Kim. Uh, some breaking news happened today. Yeah. Pretty big news. It was announced by WWE that Paul Heyman and Eric Bischoff are going to be the executive directors of Monday Night Raw and SmackDown. Paul Heyman, Raw, mm-hmm. Eric Bischoff, SmackDown. That is correct. That's freaking huge. That makes it me- is, but I just hope that they can. I don't know. They're going. They're still going to report directly to Vince. But part of me thinks that this is the first step to Vince bowing out. Yeah. Like, he's still going to be... To go to the XFL. Maybe to put more focus on the XFL. Um, I feel like this is the first step of that. 
they're saying, you know, look, ratings are down, attendance is down, we got to make some drastic changes. Like everything that you're coming up with just isn't working. So, and you're going to be going to the XFL anyways. So let's find people who know the who know the business, know the product, can put on an entertaining entertaining show. Um, and I saw a lot of com- a lot of comments going, "Why isn't Triple? H- why wasn't Triple H considered?" And you have to think of it this way: he- NXT is his baby. Does and- he do UK too? NXT UK. Yeah. So he's he's good. He's he's yeah. he's okay taking care of NXT. I don't think I don't think he wants to leave that because that's his baby. Like, I don't I don't blame that. him. Yeah. And and if you think of it that way, then you understand why it's so hard for Vince to walk away. Who does? Uh, 205 Live. Triple H. Oh, okay. I think. Maybe. Because I've heard a lot of people say that it's gotten better. I just haven't, I just haven't watched it. Um, so, Paul Heyman's going to head Raw. Eric Bischoff will head SmackDown. And, but they'll still report to Vince. But I have a feeling that this is sort of his way to say, look, you guys are in charge. But if you screw up, you know, I'm going to step in and, and make the changes that are necessary. Um, so that he can go off to, to the X. What does Shane do? He's just the on-air talent? I don't think he wants to be in that position. I don't think he wants to be head of the show or yeah. whatever. Um, you know, Stephanie does a lot of the public relations. So I wonder if, like, if he, they're going to focus on him when those guys take those positions, if he's going to be a focus on on-air as he is now. You know what I mean? Who? Shane. Shane. God, I hope not. God. Because, <clears throat> like, I hope they take him off. I hope that's one of the first changes that are made. Like, dude, you are on TV way too much. Way, yes. And I know maybe he wants to fight all these people or wrestle these newer talent and stuff. And I mean, it's one of those things where it's like, okay, we understand that there's heel heat and there's go away heat. Like, we are past go away heat. Like, yeah. get this man off of our TV yeah. now. Well, now he has to fight Kofi. <sighs> And he's got to fight the Undertaker. Again. Well, Harry fought Undertaker, but yeah, yeah he's got to fight Kofi. Maybe Roman one more time. Mm-hmm. Um, who knows? Yeah. So, but I mean, this is this is a big deal. Yeah. To have these two guys who are so well known in the wrestling business, former wrestling rivals world. of WWE. Yeah, I saw one comment <clears throat> that said the uh, the invasion has finally taken over. You know, <laughs> it, took, it took several years, but now it's finally happening. Um. So yeah, I mean it's a it's a big deal, and I'm curious as to when. And you asked this question before we started the show as to when their roles go into effect. Like when do they start taking over? Yeah. Um, and I haven't heard details on that yet, but we'll have to see and re- react as we continue. Um, in legal news, CM Punk has filed a counter lawsuit against Colt Cabana, saying that um, he that. CM Punk paid for all of the legal fees mm-hmm. and that Cole Cabana paid nothing towards it, towards their case against the uh, the WWE doctor. Mm-hmm. Um, and Punk says, I know you've got money because your your podcast episode with me was your highest rated, was your most listened to, and from the advertisers, you got money and you just have yet to pay any of it, like put any money towards it. God, so. You know, it's sad. It's like best friends. It's now their friendship is wrecked and they're not friends. Mm-hmm. Good all Lord. Because of, all because of the law. This sucks. Yep. Um, 
John Cena has come out and said that his 17-year wrestling journey is far from over. So we might still see uh, John Cena wrestle from and, time to time. And um, act. Yeah, because I know the shooting for the next Fast and Furious movie has begun. So he'll be on there. For those... Uh, oh, and other legal news. Terry Runnels. She made uh, some headlines not too long ago. She is not going to be prosecuted for bringing a loaded gun to the airport. Yeah, don't ever do that again. Yeah, said it was a mistake. She will not, will not repeat it. And there you go. Um, in TV news, Ms. and Mrs., the one reality show from WWE that I actually will watch and can tolerate. And it's actually, it's actually pretty enjoyable. It's pretty funny. Uh, it's going to be returning to the USA Network on August 6th. <laughs> yes. 6th. Yes. Yeah. Nice. Yeah, I've been talking all day. Yeah. My voice is done. Drink. Maybe I need to do that. Drink up. Uh, it was announced that Chris Jericho is going to be appearing at Fight for the Fallen, despite his heelish ways. Of because they no. need all hands on deck probably to fight Evolve. Mm-hmm. And that is true, because Evolve... They're having their 10th anniversary show. Because they got like four or five W superstars that are going to be on. At least. At least. We got Matt Riddle, Drew Gulak, Akira Tozawa, Adam and Cole. Adam Cole. But you also have to thank Johnny Gargano, uh, God. Keith Lee, Chris Hero. Yeah, but you don't need all Cassius. those guys. Oh, you no. need to like have your own Evolve guys, too. Yeah. Well, it's, the, it's an anniversary. It's an anniversary show. It's so like, hey, out of all the 10 years that we've been doing Evolve, you know, here's some of the people that have come through our doors who are now in WWE. And here's... Oh, Cesaro. And here, yeah. And here's some of our current guys as well. Wow. <laughs> That's how I'm thinking of it. Like, you know, sort of yeah, like sort of like how we did our 100th episode yeah. where it was more like a clip show. Like, we talked yeah. a little bit, but we mostly did clips. I'll tell you one person who they won't have on this show, even though he, he left Evolve to go to AEW. Hmm. Darby Allen. Yeah. Um, you mean that long, long bearded, straggly haired man? Who, not that uh, guy. Oh, okay. Great Khali will show up too. Um, but yeah, so, so this show is going to be airing on the WWE network, which is a little strange if you think about it. But then yes. if you check the date it happens to be on the same night as AEW's fight for the fall. The people online saying that they've had this date picked out for a while. It's just, I'm sure they have. But I'm sure WWE said, well, wait a second. This is that, you know. That's the same night as Fight for the Fallen. Hey, how about we put this on our network? Which also led to Kenny Omega <laughs> sending out a tweet uh, being sarcastic, like, oh, taking blood money for, you know, Saudi Arabia mm. stuff. But let's do this, this, this. Oh, oh, y'all want to compete with, like, a, uh, a, what, what, a charity show, a charity event, or yeah. and stuff like I don't know how he said it. But he got he, deleted. He, well, he deleted he it. He deleted it. And he goes, hey, I'm not mad at the wrestlers and stuff. It's just the powers that be. You yeah. Know? The people making he goes, the decisions. I went down that rabbit hole, and there's just a toxic environment, and mm -hmm. I don't want nothing to do with this. Yeah. Um, speaking of toxic, man, Seth Rollins lashing out at a few folks. I wonder if it's him or WWE's telling him to do it. I'm sure he's doing it. Look. Okay, so... I have this pulled up, so I have some things that he said, cool. so I got prepared for it. Look at you, show uh, prepping. <laughs> Proud of you, One man. of the things he said, let's see, I don't think there's any reason to, again, hop on a soapbox and complain after the fact. Uh, you need to take the first step, and that's looking in the mirror and asking yourself, did you do every single thing you possibly could to make yourself and be your, 
make yourself in your situation is what you want to be. That's not the one I want. Yeah, I think uh, you're jumping ahead there. Yeah, I jumped ahead. So it started after uh, after stomping grounds. I didn't have it. Where he claimed that WWE has the best wrestling on the planet. Mm-hmm. And um, Jericho responded. Well, no, 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 no. Before that, because, yeah, he's the best wrestler. And then Will Ospreay said, oh, I'm yeah. here. And then I think yeah, he Rollins like, was took when, a shot at him. He's like, I'm bigger than you. Well, Rollins was basically saying, you know, I'm the best wrestler. You know, show me, show me one single person on the planet who's a better wrestler than me. And Will Ospreay replied, I'm alive. Yeah, I'm alive. Or, yeah, because it was like the best wrestler around or something like that. And so that, that caused quite a Twitter spat mm-hmm. of them going back and forth. You know, neither guy came out looking great no. because of this. And then he was like, "Yeah, I'm bigger than you," or something like that. And then Jericho's like, "No, Will Osprey's actually bigger he's, than he's you. He's taller than you." And and then Rollins was like, "Oh, well, let's compare bank accounts." And like, <laughs> really? You have to go to like that? Yeah, like, it's kind of a it's kind of a shady move. A little sour. Um, so I have yeah part of the article. I want to say so the guy says you're really good friends with Dean Ambrose he left the WWE and then did an interview with Chris Jericho in which he said a lot of negative things about the WWE I would imagine that puts you in an awkward position and Rollins says Ambrose can do what he wants he's a big boy he's got a big boy he's got his big boy pants on he can go out there and say whatever he wants but the bottom line is not everyone is equipped to handle the rigors of the WWE and the schedule and how it affects you mentally and emotionally. Ambrose gave everything he had to the company for the entire time he was here. He put his heart and soul into travel and the schedule and the injuries and the work in the ring and all that stuff. But at the end of the day, he took his ball and he went home or he went somewhere else at least. Hmm. Okay, so I saw another another article of X-Pac talking about this whole situation he goes everyone's different man yeah and it's like people are in different positions and people will take stuff differently you mm-hmm. can't you can't everyone is not going to be like rollins right so he shouldn't be like that i don't know i like rollins but i don't i don't like i mean he has the right to say whatever he wants but i, sure. I don't like that i don't at all you disagree with his with i disagree his thought, with well, his what he said about that yeah. and yet i know uh Ambrose bashed WWE, but he also put him over a little bit too. If you listen to the whole interview, mm-hmm. he appreciated the things that they did, but he just gave his. Uh, he just felt like it wasn't for him. Yes, because it wasn't. They and weren't doing what he wanted. Let's to do. see, Rollins and Roman, they were on top, and Dean Bro, Dean Bros, <laughs> Dean Bros. Dean Bros, Dean Ambrose was kind of on the top, but it didn't he go never so really well. Got he never got to it, you yeah. know. And it's like he wanted to do what he he wanted. Well, he thought it would put him over, and he was mm-hmm. just denied the whole time. So, I mean, go back. You go back, and you look at the championship reigns for Roman, for Rollins, and then you compare them to the championship reign for Ambrose. Completely different. Yes, like Rollins right now being booked like a like a star. Yes, Roman being booked like a star. Mm-hmm. Ambrose pushing no. out a hot dog cart. So you, he can't say all that stuff. He can. He can. He's I just don't agree. I, I wonder if it's like a little misguided. Um, you know, it's one thing to say, you know, well, he took his ball and went home. It's another to understand why he did it. Yeah. Um, let's see. He goes, I think it's a little presumptuous of him to get on a podcast and talk down about the company that gave him such opportunities. And he referenced some of those. He did talk about how he was thankful for the time he spent there mm-hmm. and the fact that he was able to learn, meet his wife and all the good stuff. Like I said, I love the guy. I love him. 
I'll always love him, but at the end of the day, we share different perspectives about what we want out of our lives and what we're uh, where we're at in our own lives. I hope he does well. I've kept enough on ta- I kept tabs on him, and he's doing super well for himself right now, and I'm happy for that. But I don't think there's any reason to hop on a soapbox and complain after the fact. You need to take the first step, and that is looking in the mirror, and that's what I said a while ago. Yeah. Another another thing that you have to think about as far as where Seth Rollins' mindset is coming from, he is currently the universal champion. Mm-hmm. He's not exactly going to be able to go out there and be like, yeah, dude, Ambrose was right. WWE treated him like crap. But like, he could, like, I like, don't want to talk about like, this. I mean, he could. He could say, hey, look, you know, what happened with Ambrose is his, his business. Uh, you know, I wish him the best. He could have gone that route. Uh, he chose a different route. But... You also have to think this is one of the main guys on the company. He can't talk negatively about the company. Like that's yeah. he just can't. He might agree 100% with everything that Ambrose said, but he can never say that. He yeah, can't go, he can, "Oh he yeah." Can, yeah, he can be like, "You know what? Um I don't want to talk about or, you know, I don't know, do what he did." Yeah. But he which I don't know. Just could have been handled differently. I just disagree because it could have been handled differently. Yes, just because people are in different positions. Like everyone is not in your position, Seth Mm -hmm. Rollins. You can't say that. I mean, yes, you can, like we said, but it just it doesn't make sense. Yeah, I mean, you look at Rusev. Got everything going for him. Yeah, as far as like physical build, charisma, and all that good stuff, could be a champion. He just hasn't been given that opportunity. Or and he may have done something that pissed someone off, and oh, you're not going to get this, and blah blah blah. Well, he did because you know they announced that he and Lana were engaged, breaking the storylines and all that crap. But um, but I mean, Rusev's getting ready to walk out the door. He's like, as soon as I hope he does. Yeah. I hope with his contract, he is out because I have high hopes, and I hope he does amazing somewhere else. Mm-hmm. Like, like he does, he goes out but like. You're gonna fucking regret not pushing me, WWE. Yeah. That's what I hope. I hope that so bad. like, and the question is, where would he go from there? Like, where would you like to see Rusev end up? I saw one person comment that they could see him in New Japan. That's doing, what I was doing say. pretty New well. Japan. Yeah, I feel like that'd be a good good fit for him as mm-hmm. well. Um, so we'll have to see. I don't know. Um, it could be one of those things because I know he he requested time off so that he can kind of think about what his next move is going to be. Be careful. Be careful what it's you say. It's one of those things where they could freeze his account yep. and say, hey, we're going to hold you to because the to the absolute I limit. Don't think, I, don't, I don't think people can get away with what Goldust and Ty Dillinger and maybe Dean did to get out. Like simply mm-hmm. if they're going to, th- if they get a little whiff, they're going to be like, and you're like, you want to request time off? They're going to be like, no. Yeah. So I don't know. Well, it's one thing to request time off. It's another to request your release. Because they, they could easily do like what they did to Luke Harper and say, mm, no, you still owe us dates. Mm-hmm. And we're going to hold you to that. Um, so it's one thing to... And also, I don't think until like maybe a few months before, but Dean didn't tell anyone. Probably until his wife or until a certain time. Mm-hmm. Like, nope, this is what's going to happen. And the only thing he was certain of is that he was leaving WWE. Yeah. He wasn't really certain as to where he was going to go next, but he did get a call and, you know, things happened. So that's exactly what happened. But, uh, I mean, it's going to be, uh, it's going to be an interesting 
next couple of months with the announcement of Paul Heyman and Eric Bischoff joining WWE as the executive directors, um, Fighter Fest, All Out, not, Paul not be like Lord. fight for the. If fallen. you want good competition against AEW, let me do my thing. Yeah. So um, it's going to be interesting to see what changes are made over the next couple of months before AEW officially goes on. I just don't want on. AEW be snuffed out. I just don't. They're not going to. I just don't. I mean, if they're if they're going to be on TNT, then they're then they're good. Oh, okay. So if you listen to uh, Stone Cold's podcast, he talked about like the situation on TNT. Mm-hmm. Actually, Tony Khan is good friends with uh, a guy who's high up, or maybe the highest on TNT or mm-hmm. whatever, because he's made friends everywhere and stuff. Yeah. So that's where he got the hookup. Yeah. So he has friends everywhere who can give a hookup. Yeah, he's a lot got of stuff. So that's awesome. Yeah. But I still want more details, and I'm sure we'll get more details as we get closer to October. Like, I want to know, are, is it going to be a traveling show? Are they going to do it from uh, one Yes, one it's going to be a traveling show. They said it. He said on there, it's going to be U.S. first. Yeah. Then later on, they would like to do it. they're going to the U.K. and all he that. He said that on Stone Cold, he doesn't want to be traveling all with all the people because he wants people like... Um, uh, what's her name? Baker. Um, Britt Baker. Britt Baker. Like, cause she, she's a dentist. Mm-hmm. Uh, um, so she wants them to, if people want to wrestle somewhere else, they can too. But yeah, he don't want them wrestling. They don't want, he doesn't want them on the road. Like every day of the week. Yeah. Maybe they'll do something two or three times a week or something like that mm-hmm. at most. So he wants someone like, Hey, if you want to do this and this, you're yeah. more than welcome to. Like they'll obviously have to do their televised show mm-hmm. once a week, yeah. Um, unless they decide to tape, they yeah do a week live and tape and the following week. If I'm correct, I don't think he believes in the house show stuff, and that's fine. See, yeah. I'm okay with that. Um, you know, as long as they're comfortable, you know, doing the shows that they need to, that's that's fine with me. And he says he believes in that wrestling can't have off season. Hmm. That's what he said. Cannot cannot okay i'm okay with that as long as they don't you know have the schedule as wwe yeah they can do you know good stuff you know mm-hmm. so i and i think they're going to take take care of their talent um so it's going to be interesting to see what changes are made um you know will wwe make drastic changes or will they do it yeah. a little by little or what's, what's pretty funny happen? is he said even Stone Cold's like, man, your phone's been going off. He goes, yeah, I'm always in chat with the Young Bucks, Cody, and Kenny Omega constantly. So that must be fun. Yeah, because <laughs> they're always bouncing ideas off each other and stuff. So I was like, that's cool. Nice. Okay. Well, anything else you got? No, I got to calm down from the whole Seth Rollins thing. I'm super agitated with the <laughs> Seth Rollins thing. When that happened and I read that shit, I was like pissed. I'm like, yeah. who the hell do you think you are? Mm-hmm. <laughs> Even though he's... He's, he's, he's Seth freaking guys. Rollins. He's, he's got to be a representative for WWE. He's Seth freaking so. Rollins. So, so he's uh, way better than Tyler. Maybe in Hebert. the maybe in the back of his head, he's like, "Damn, man, Ambrose is right, or Moxley is right." And, Who knows? I mean, he, like never, you said, he can't say that. He can't say it unless he leaves the company. In which case, he, he can come out and be like, "Hey, you all remember that interview a couple years ago?" Totally. Well, line I want him to see. I want to see what he says. If people interview him later on, and if the people leave WWE and they're getting ready to do Chris Jericho's podcast to give mm-hmm. their story, what are you going to say about everyone else? You yeah. know, like I said, not everyone, not everyone is in your position, Seth. That's right. 
So we'll have to see how it plays out. All I know is that I'm excited over the next couple of months to, good see, to see some of the changes. So, the, okay, we have Evolve on the same night. Evolve the same uh, Fight, Fight for, for the Fallen. Fallen. Yeah. And we got NXT UK mm-hmm. uh, TakeOver as the same, same night as, as All Out. Out. So we'll have the TV going and a I'm going to be honest going. with you. I'm going to watch All Out first before I watch yeah. NXT UK. That's just me, TakeOver. That's just me, though. Yeah. Well, yeah, because, yeah. So we'll see. We'll see how it plays out. But um, but we certainly thank you all for listening. Shout out to our top fans. Oh, our, yeah. Our Facebook so, yeah, page. we got the new top fan thing. Yeah. Yeah. Who um, are they? Well, I mean, you put me on the spot just like that. Uh, I mean, I have to pull it up on Facebook. <laughs> God. I mean, I put that But every every week, whoever contributes to our page the most... You will become our top fan. You'll be fans. one of our top fans, which is really cool. You can um, come over here, hang out with Noah. Sure. We can probably arrange that. <laughs> you must book your own travel and, yep. and hotel stay stays. at Noah's house. Uh, in no particular order, and it may have changed uh, since we put since I changed this. Uh, Charlie, we're giving you guys special shout outs. Whoop whoop. I'm not going to go into last names because sometimes I just don't know how to say last names. So Charlie, Andrew, Jeff, Joseph, Chris, Mark, Ryan, Jonathan, uh, Aaron, Pete, Jacob, Walter, James, Michael, Mike, Corey, and Mark. You know who uh, you are, you and guys, we appreciate you. Yeah, if you if you need to if you think it's it's you, then go over to our uh, Facebook I'm page as podcast right now and uh, and there see and see if you're there. Be my top fan. You are the top fan. You are the top fan. You are. You are. You are the top fans. Yeah. So, uh, and I think it changes every week. Okay. So fight for that spot. You gotta fight for the spots. Fight you gotta for fight top. for your right to be top fan. So there you fight go. Fight for your right to be on top on Fighter Fest. I'm gonna go home and drink Coors Light. <laughs> Miller Light won't pay me. Um. <laughs> So if you have any questions for us, feel free to leave it on our Facebook page, MS Podcast. Uh, you can check us out on WrestlingNewsSource.com, WrestlingNewsSource.com on Facebook. Subscribe to our show on iTunes by searching Wrestling News Source Podcast. We're on Stitcher, Beyond Pod, Player.fm, and Satchel. Just search Wrestling News Source Podcast. You can also follow us on Twitter, WNS Podcast. Follow me on Twitter, WNS underscore Dan. You can follow Tyler, Tyler underscore Bear. You can check us out, WNSPodcast.com. <laughs> So there you go. For the podcast crew, I am Daniel Heron. I'm Tyler A. Bear. And we will catch you all next week. Happy birthday, Tyler. Thank Woo! you. I love you. <laughs> <laughs>